I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Once upon a time, a very long time ago, toward the end of a very long and very tiring kind of day, my lady wonder wench taught me the magical power of wanton. She taught me that with just a flick of her eyes and a small jump of her left shoulder. She actually trembled. All I did was say hello. If I weren't watching her closely, I'd have probably missed it. She couldn't possibly have done it on purpose. It happened too fast. It was an unguarded, wanton moment of instant truth. My God, do you women know what that kind of thing can do to a guy? I mean, it was absolutely honest, unreasoned, out-of-control statement, and it said... You're turning me on. And it was so fast that I knew it was honest. There is not a man alive who won't understand why I immediately stretched forth my hand from the mountaintop where I suddenly found myself standing. And miracle of miracles, she didn't slap my hand away. She was the right person at the wrong time. But I knew right at that instant that I was not going to let this lady get away. It was an instant, a, a, a wanton moment. Dictionary says wanton is someone, usually a woman, who is out of control, shameless, lustful, immoral. <laughs> but wanton is also a kind of a humanly sloppy way of saying wanting, you know? Wanton, wanting. Out of control is an interesting definition, too. Lots of things are out of control, way out of our control. We don't even know where we really are standing. Now, if you're wanting, as in wanting, if you're wanting to understand what I mean, please take a look around and find the corner of the room, okay? Are you sure that's the corner? Come on, look closely. All right. Now, keep pointing to the corner and close one eye. Now open both eyes again. Is it still there? All right. Now keep pointing at that corner and close the other eye. What happened? One of the times you closed an eye, you could see the corner of the room seem to move. So now, how well are you really sure where you're standing and where the corner is? <laughs> Try this. Please sit down for a moment. Find something straight ahead to look at and lift your right foot off the floor and make some clockwise circles with your right foot, okay? Go ahead. Now, keep making those clockwise circles and draw an imaginary number six in the air with your right hand. Hey, your right foot just changed directions, didn't it? You didn't tell it to do that. You know, we're always trying to feel like we're in logical control. And logical control is a very powerful thing, but there is something in us that is even more powerful. We don't even know it's there most of the time. The word control is defined as something that's willful. But 
were you willing the corner of the room to move like that? I don't think so. Were you willing your foot to change direction? No. Did my lady will that flick into those bright blue eyes all those years ago? Was that quick, tiny tremble something she decided to do? I don't think so. I really don't think so. Dicks to Tales, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff in your life that's making you all upset out the other ear. And you can start your wanton tugging at the side of your mouth, which will make you smile. There are more churches in Las Vegas than any other American city. I guess that means Las Vegas is our holy land, huh? <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. If the answer is retired, what is the question? If the answer is retired, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet, but I'll tell you in a minute. If the answer is retired, what is the question? And you burn 26 calories with a one-minute kiss. That sounds like a great way to lose weight as far as I'm concerned. Half the genes in a banana are the same as half the genes in a human might go a long way of explaining the uh, United States Congress. And statisticians tell us that the top five reasons for being late for work in America in order are number one, traffic, number two, oversleeping, number three, car problems, number four, household chores, and number five, having sex. <laughs> number five is having sex. I think that's further proof that we are really getting things out of order around here. Oh yeah, if the answer is retired, the question is, what do you call somebody who looks forward to Monday morning? Retired. That's called the SSS, the Social Security Syndrome. Dicks to tails, they take your mind off your mind. A little quick housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or the spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com, or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot at Amazon.com. Would you please tell a couple of friends because they might like them too? And of course, you'd be doing me a favor. So thank you very much. There is a science called kinesics. Kinesics is the study of the body's language. Kinesics says that your body and your mind are so closely connected that sometimes your body controls your mind. When you sense an argument going on, do you sometimes fold your arms across your chest? Well, kinesics says that's protective. And it can work against you because it gets you more uptight. And that makes uh, your thinking go all for shimmel, okay? Kinesics says if you want to relax, instead of getting more uptight, just take a few deep breaths. Let your arms dangle down and hang easy. If you do that, your body will relax your mind. Watch what happens when you stand tall instead of slouching around. All of a sudden, you're more in control of what's going on around you. Try it next time you're at a salad bar. Watch, stand very tall and watch the other people get out of your way. In the beginning of his show, David Letterman was struggling in the ratings. His producer told him, don't walk out onto the stage, stride out there and take control. He did. The results were amazing. 
When I was a beach lifeguard all those years ago, I always wore sunglasses. Partly it was to protect my eyes from the sun. That's what I told my mother. But it was also to keep from giving away what I was thinking when those girls went bouncing around on the beach in those little tiny bikinis. (laughs) I, I knew I needed a physical bodily tool to keep other people from seeing my my wanton. I wrote a story about that for my Love and Touch story CD. It goes like this. Walls run all around our lives. Backyard fences that hide drying laundry and swimming pools. Mirror lens sunglasses that hide our eyes and our thoughts. Thin, polite smiles are walls. They hide sneers. And when hair is sprayed stiff enough, it keeps playful fingers and gentle breezes out. And there are walls you can't see, like the blank silences where gentle words should be, the space between single beds. There are even walls when people kiss, when she hugs herself instead of him, forcing her elbows up between them and not letting her softness spread warm on his chest. And does he call that kissing her? He seems to enjoy hurting her mouth. I've met people who do without walls. Friends who welcome me to kitchens moist with cooking instead of formal living rooms. Some who flip quarters to see who'll buy the beer, but would give me every cent they had if I needed it. A few who listen when I talk, laugh with me when I'm happy, cry with me when I fail. I even have friends, one or two, who really want me to succeed. And I have you. We've become two candles feeding one flame. But first we were good friends. And the change was on the night of the day that left me crumpled like an old raincoat carelessly tossed on a bed. You knew, and you came. And because you're my friend, you came without stopping to straighten your seams or fix your hair or do makeup repair. And you came with bare legs and wind-fresh hair and soft, hurt eyes. The momentum of your coming so fast took you across a wall I didn't even know was there. You came so close that I touched your dress. At first, inside, it was like a squirrel nibbling peanuts from the crease of my palm. But when you trembled as my fingers touched your hair and you sat slowly, all soft, like folding fur, I was running naked into warm ocean surf. I do remember bending down to kiss your open lips and seeing your left shoulder touch your ear. You were all lips that night, and everywhere I touched you, you kissed my fingertips. I heard my voice say, I love you. My sweet lady, those words still rub against my teeth and lips as smooth and gentle as your skin. I love you. And I'm told I love you too much. And I love you in this way that the world calls outrageous. And I will not stop. And I'll do what must be done to protect you. Must I build walls?
was a very long time ago. Turns out, I did need to build some walls in my life, big ones. But I made very sure there was a special doorway for her dangerous curves and her warm red lips and that dangerous pair of bright blue eyes and her powerful, honest, instant wantonness to come through. The story is called Walls. It's from my Love & Touch personal audio CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com and download it from the Love & Touch icon on the home page. Wanton is defined in the dictionary as someone, usually a woman, who is out of control, willful, shameless, lustful, and immoral. All right, so here's a question for you. If it was out of control, how could we have controlled it? How come you couldn't control the corner of your room when you did that experiment at the top of the podcast, huh? How come you couldn't control your foot in the other experiment? If it was shameless, why did she tremble trying to hide it? Lustful comes from the German word lustig, which simply means healthy, nothing wrong with that. Immoral? Since when is a completely honest moment immoral? Once upon a time, a long time ago, Toward the end of a very long and tiring day, my lady wonder wench taught me the magical power of wanton. She didn't mean to do it. It was just an out-of-control flick of her eyes and a small jump of her left shoulder. She actually trembled. All I did was say hello. Somehow, very fortunately for me, the echo of that hello must have made me younger now than I was back then. Because now, I've learned that life is much more than just getting tired every day. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.